0: dawned on me with all these heavy topics and heavy shows and all this big thinking going on in life and certainly on life liberty and the pursuit of pleasure we haven't done a show about absolutely nothing I mean, we just simply haven't done that. And it's something that's been on my mind. You remember the the hit show back there, Seinfeld? Remember that was the show about nothing? And that that really was their whole pitch and the idea that Jerry Seinfeld came up with when he pitched this thing to the networks and it became such a smash hit. Of course, that show ended up being about everything, but it was really went into just an open mindset of just a show about nothing. the big question on everyone's mind it's a gender thing or is it world peace religion sex money politics climate change big business big ideas and big egos nothing is off limits as i'm joined by some of the most accomplished and highly opinionated women from the far left the far right and the far reaches of the planet this is malcolm out and you're listening to life liberty and the pursuit of pleasure And luckily, today, our co-host on the show, are Missy Crutchfield, is here. She's co-founder of Gandhi's B Magazine and of Gandhi Global Center for Peace. Susan Price is here. She's a patriot, gold star mother, investigative researcher, national voice, veteran advocate for justice. Linda Martinelli is here. She's an entrepreneur, owner, president of Proforma, graphic print source. All right, ladies, I've got to tell you something. So as this airs on Talk Radio today, it is Valentine's Day. And uh, since I'm on with of course three uh, amazing, absolutely magnificent, beautiful, uh, any more adjectives I can come up with, women of the world keep here. <laughs> yeah, keep going, keep going. So uh, so we as I uh, yeah, we got time. We got time. As I'm on with all of you, I want to tell you all something. I believe that Valentine's Day is for losers.
1: Malcolm
0: yeah I really do
1: I think Valentine's Day
0: is for losers did I break your heart Linda
1: yes why do you think that Malcolm yeah
0: total losers total loser yeah so so why do I say that
2: yes I'm celebrating it in a yoga class. Well, it's all right.
0: Celebrate it. That's fine. I mean, you know. <laughs> I remember going to the ordering these roses and what have you. And, of course, the bill was a three, four times the cost, Linda, of these uh, flowers. That you would normally pay X for flowers, and instead it was Y. So you were totally, totally uh, being screwed, basically, at the florist. And then, of course, you'd go into the store and get the card, and there would be lines of people and men all standing there getting the cards for the women. And I thought... And it dawned on me, by golly, this is another one that Hallmark has pulled off on us. They've got (laughs) us all thinking that we have to have a certain day of the year to be like uh, uh, romantic or something. I don't like to be told what to do and how to do it from people. You probably know that already about me. I'm kind of an anti-establishment fellow. (laughs) I don't like these big government, big tech, big business, big people that are bullies and pushing things around. It's not what I like. And so Valentine's Day, I see that as a bully holiday. It's one where that if you have to, if you need a day, that a retailer, a big commercial corporate company says, "Okay, today is Valentine's Day, so you come by." If you needed someone to tell you to be kind today to your women, that that this is the one day you've got to go get flowers and cards and act like the good little rat that you are. Come on, there, little little <laughs> Johnny, be the good little rat that you are then you have other problems in life. Why can't you do that on any other day? So you know what I used to do with my woman? I would send her a message, and this was my message on Valentine's Day. To hell with Valentine's Day. You're a sweetheart every day.
1: Okay. Okay. Well, Love it. Uh, I okay. totally agree. I agree with what you said. I, can't, I cannot argue with that. And you're right. <laughs> Valentine's Day is made by the retailers who want money right you know money for the cards money for the flowers money for the candy those types of things but you know it's 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 a reminder of it is a reminder because a lot of people don't say I love you every day and a lot of people don't actively think about it in the busy world so it's it's a stop and reminder me I don't go out and get a card I don't go out and you know buy my husband candy or anything uh, but I might write him something personally, mm-hmm. or I might do something special. Um, I don't know. I might make some brownies today, or I might um, you know make a special dinner, or whatever it is. I, I do something actively rather than buy something, because I am with you. I don't like that whole um, buy oh. me a card that somebody else wrote.
0: Yeah, yeah, and they're all the same sick messages, Linda. You know, they are. Oh, oh, you're like the most amazing thing. You know, I mean, these cards are so. I mean, who do you think sits and writes those at the at the? They they obviously have people that just sit and write all these yeah. corny, corny messages, right?
2: Sure. You know, ladies and Malcolm, I use it as a celebration. I used to get kind of irritated. I was one of those. Let's get all the girls together and go screw Valentine's Day. Have another martini. But I like you know, it.
3: Now- <laughs> it, I
2: sounds like it good to me I'm going to be doing a, maybe a healthier version of that not that I won't be going out for a glass of red wine later but I'm going to be in yoga class and it's kind of a celebration of freedom and independence you know I've been divorced for a few years and You know, my son's finally an adult, even though he's still 20 and there's a lot of issues that that come. They're they're still teenagers when they're 20, in my opinion. But um, it's a celebration of freedom and liberation. And, you know, how do I do the anti? And I think you like this, Malcolm, the the anti-commercial thing. Okay, it's really about love. Let's look at the agape. Let's look Mm -hmm. at the, you know, love myself and not the box of candy, the commercialized stuff. Right.
0: Yeah, I I think it's overdone. Uh, Susan, When I mean, do you celebrate Valentine's Day?
3: And, you know, I celebrate Valentine's Day every day, Malcolm. I tell mm-hmm. the people I love and care about every day, and I always do little things, um, you know, just like it's Christmas every day. And it's not about money. It's just gestures or a phone call or whatever. Anything I can do just to let people know I love and care about them and I think about them. and, and mm-hmm. So I, I use that day, though, to to let my friends that I don't talk to a lot, let them know I'm thinking about them.
0: I think first of all, ladies, like you say, if you have to be told to be nice today, like Susan, you were just saying, well, I like to do this, I like to do that. Well, I think that's the underlying message to me. Why can't we do the simple things on a regular basis when somebody's not watching? You know, I always tell my son, Susan, I always tell my 14 my year old, and he knows this. He He's heard me say this a thousand times if he hasn't heard it once. I said, you know, what I want you to do is I want you to do the right thing when nobody is looking. And he looks at me puzzled. He said, what do you mean? Yeah. I, and then I see, and then I explain to him, this is what we call character, character. So what I want you to do, what I'm asking for you to do as a good young man is I want you to always have character. So I want you to look inside of yourself and I want you to think. And I want you to have that character. Always do the right thing. Especially when nobody is looking.
3: Hmm.
4: exactly.
3: I say that too, and I've I've said it to my sons, and I, you know, and my son was a, a great man. Well, as well as my my girls. But that's important. That's a a moral component component to we've um, lost
0: a lot of this morality. We've yeah. lost a lot of it, Susan. Yeah. It doesn't exist anymore. It's, you know, we burn did. this, burn that, go to hell, do your thing. It's my rights the hell with you. It's this vitriol, it's it's all of this. And we've lost that sort of feeling out there, don't you think? Ladies?
3: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. yeah. It's uh you know it's a weaponization of feelings yeah. yes. and people use this against
0: weaponization of others. the human spirit. Yeah it's
1: exactly. a good way to put it
0: It is a good way
1: to put it. And I feel the same way about all the holidays because all the holidays are too commercial. And if, if I see somebody in my family um, with a need, you know, uh, rather than, uh, and and, you know, my feelings on Christmas, I don't get my kids presents. My kids are adults, but, but I give them the gift of travel so that we do something as a family. By the way, we are about to go take our, our trip as a family here, here very shortly in the next uh, couple of weeks. So, um, that's my, my Christmas present, but it goes for all the holidays, Easter, Christmas, Valentine's day, 4th of July. They're they're all too commercial. And I I just, I will do whatever I, whatever they need. If I see the need any day of the year, it doesn't matter. Um, you can tell them, I love them every day of the year. You can, uh, buy them a, a gift every day of the year so if i if i see the need i want to do it right then i don't want to wait till a holiday and then ply you right. with all this garbage you don't need i
2: agree absolutely as right, as yeah. a matter of fact every every black friday which you know I'm an, I'm an animal rights activist vegan activist and environmental activist and so you know there's a lot of groups that come together for buy nothing buy nothing day um which is the Black Friday, and then it's also Fur Free Friday to try to raise awareness about you know fashion and and compassion and fashion, and so I love that Buy Nothing Day. I mean, of course, the retailers they you know there's a there's a flip side of this, Malcolm. You might want to play devil's advocates because. Mm-hmm. You know, they their most of their budget happens in for the holidays happens in December happens around these holidays and so, you know, if we all did that we got to we got to create another world fast and and we should we should be you know this Christmas I made some presents I made gifts in my yoga class yoga bags other things candles essential oils bath salts sugar scrub it's really cool it's fun you can do it you're saving money yeah. you're sending something from your heart I mean we need to think of other ways to to give that don't have to just feed into commercialization but retail does get hurt so you know we've got to address a whole lot of uh, different yeah, but this things. isn't
0: about retail to me, Missy. It's really not about. I don't. As far as retail being hurt, I, I don't I, think anti-retail. that's
2: anti-retail. I try not to buy. So, right, I mean, that's just right. saying a devil's advocate. Yeah. You're going to have these businesses go. Well, our economy and how do I? Pay? Well, you
0: know, you know what? Then you know what, Missy. What I say to that is maybe that gives them a chance to shine and do some proper things. And you know, because really the whole key to great retail is customer service. If you have your customer service skills down, oh my golly, you can clean house. You know, <laughs> if you treat people. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, imagine if you were walking into Malcolm's store. My golly, we'd meet you at the door we'd kiss you back upside. We'd treat you like royalty there. Right.
3: Which, which is what I'm saying. <laughs> Give you a massage. We have, we have
2: a revolution in the way we look at business. And that, I love this conversation. Right. And the way we yeah. merchandise things, the way we promote things, the systems that we buy into, the government. It really that is systems, Missy.
0: That's it, honey. You've got it right right there, love. You're just, You're just nailing it right here. Systems. It becomes this whole thing, and it really is kind of sick. And and I'll tell you, there's yeah. so many factors of this, Missy. Let me give you a couple of let's let's let me talk about a couple of examples with you, please, uh, that I think are very interesting that we should discuss and and maybe hash around a little bit. One of them is like. You know, when you're at a restaurant on a a, a particular, what we're calling one of these quasi-holidays, ladies, and it doesn't have to be like the biggest holiday of the year, because because it could be any holiday, it doesn't matter, but you ever notice the restaurant has a fixed menu?
3: Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah.
0: And you know what? You know yeah. what? That when I hear that we have a special menu, I run like hell. That gives me the hibby <laughs> jibbies. Oh yeah, Linda. Yeah. When I hear that, oh, I've got to. And they come out and they celebrate that like they're doing you a favor. It's like Linda when they come up to the table at the restaurant. Right now, listen to this, ladies. You're out for dinner. You with some friends, they come out and they and the 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 server comes up to you and they introduce themselves they have you, and they always you know oh, well, can I tell you about the specials tonight now, when they say that, oh. I really don't want to hear about their specials because no, what no, they're either. Yeah, what their specials are is an invitation to screw me blind while I'm sitting there in the restaurant, Missy. That's what it is. It's a bend, you know what it is? It's an invitation. It's a bend over bitch attitude, is what it is. And I'm not interested in that. That's what it is. Bend over bitch. Here's it, the menu.
3: You're right. Yeah. It is. And you know what, Malcolm, you're right. My idea when I have someone, a male, someone special in my life, or even just with my grandkids or my family. Watch a good movie. Let our brain rest because we're always thinking so much, and make a homemade meal or order something. Just right. you know, that's and you know because you don't have time to do all the things you want to do. Just a down day, just a down evening. What's wrong with that? It's twice. a beautiful thing.
0: It's a beautiful thing.
3: I love that. I, know, I don't want to go out to a restaurant. I want to be on the couch relaxing. Stuff we don't get to do exactly.
2: that much I love professional it. people. I love it. No, yeah. I love yeah. It. Really. Well, some people think we do it too much, though. <laughs> the couch potatoes, particularly in America. You know, they joke in Europe about Americans and other other countries about Americans that we're always running, running, running. We're so busy. We're working so hard. We're staying up so late. We're not taking any breaks. No siestas. No fun. And then we spend the whole weekend in our pajamas because we're so worn out.
0: I don't live by technology. A lot of people, they're like they have they're like asphyxiated with yeah. it's like really the phone is they're cocaine. Yes. And they gotta have yeah. the phone, mm-hmm. they gotta have the email, they gotta have the text. It's incessant because of all that dopamine that comes from it, ladies. Yeah. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah,
1: and young people especially Oh too. my
0: god, it's crazy yeah. stuff. I mean no, they
1: can't communicate anymore because right. of it. It hey, exactly.
0: I hey, ladies, yeah. these hey. are the same people out at valentine's day that just went to get the <laughs> hallmark card no kidding now you know where i'm going linda you know? I know they got the hallmark card stood in line got the flowers they're following what i call the rat syndrome it's yeah. the rat syndrome we're going to follow each other and then they get out for dinner and then they keep looking down at their phone because the phone yeah. is right there they're exposed and they're they're following their text and following other people and interrupting things i mean what's wrong with that picture
1: yeah, we don't allow, we don't allow ourselves to do it. My husband and I don't allow ourselves to do it at a, you know, if we're in a restaurant or whatever, we, it's put away. You know, what what we did, because Ron and I are extremely high energy people and we're running, 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 just like you say. But we yeah. made a pact um, a lot of years ago that between ourselves, he would never bother me if I wanted to work late. if I need If I need to run my business and I have things to do, I can't have somebody calling me up saying, you need to come home, stop working, you know, come have dinner, whatever. I I don't want to work that way. And nor does he. Right. So we made an agreement between us that if he he will understand and I will understand if we have to work, whatever we have to do. But every three months, we would take a week and come hell or high water, we were going to take off by ourselves. And we have kept that for ourselves for 13 years. However, now we've changed it to two weeks. So every three months we take two weeks and we go refresh our lives. We spend time together alone. We go somewhere, usually somewhere tropical or somewhere warm. Um, and and it's, it's just been a savior in life. So rather than take the moments every day, we plan those moments and there's nothing that's ever broken that bond. Um, so I just, I just you think know, that Linda, that's been we, a wonderful as we, thing for us. I as love we,
0: it. As we pause here a moment, I want to say, Linda, when when I grow up, I, I really want to be just like you because <laughs> you and Ron, <laughs> you have what I really appreciate about you and Ron is that you, my senses in seeing you live life in the way you do, I I really am thrilled and envious of the fact that you really do appreciate these moments you take the time to be what I call introspective. You're you're always, and it really is important. Yeah. We all could be more introspective. You know what I mean, ladies? Yeah. yeah. And I really appreciate that about you and that you don't need exactly the Hallmark Day to go celebrate that or whatever it is, but you're living life in the fullest. And golly, I'll tell you what, ladies, the fact that, you know, you take time to step back from life I really call it the 35,000-foot view. I think it's real important to do that in your Mm -hmm. life on a regular basis. It's to step back, look at everything. Are you headed in the right direction? Is this where you want to go? Are you really smiling and being thankful for where you're at today? What can Mm -hmm. you do to improve things around you? Everything is in our control, I guess is what I'm saying. It really is about self-control and being who you are. Anyways... Let's uh, let's uh, pause a sec here, and uh, we'll just continue on. I want to tell you about this term they're using on Twitter, too. I'm seeing all over the place here. Galentine's Day. Not Valentine's Day, but Galentine's Day. So they changed the vowel to a gal. Hmm. I don't know, but I, I'm really looking for more like Guyentine's Day. Guyentine's <laughs> Day. I want somebody to treat me with that massage, Susan, that you mentioned a moment ago. We'll
3: be right back. <laughs>
0: Welcome to the new era in communications, America Out Loud Talk Radio. We are back here, and uh, we're talking about Galentines and Guyentines. And, uh, you know, why do you need a special day to do something special when you can look at everything and look at life, step back and say, you know what, this is the way I want to live my life. So I guess what I would say is, it's living a more intentional life. So it's just living more intentionally. So it's not all accidental, you sort of know what the purpose is and what you're trying to accomplish. Listen, ladies, I appreciate each of you on the show today when I was talking to our producer Tamara, and we talked about today, and I said, you know, I really want to do a show with not a heavy agenda, because I want to be able to swoop Missy Crutchfield, Susan Price, and Linda Martinelli right off their feet. I want to swoop them right off their feet and keep them off balance and talk about whatever it is we're going to talk about today, ladies.
2: Malcolm, we're your
0: Valentine's. valentine's yes, right. you remember hey missy you remember that movie i love that movie remember thelma and louise where they got in the car and they yes, just drove yes. right off the freaking cliff you know i just love yeah. that whole thing you know <laughs> you too. what i want to do today is i want to get in the car with you all and i just that's my attitude like just drive right yeah. off the freaking cliff but in a good way in a good way not a bad way now not when we drive off the cliff we're gonna have you remember that movie that disney has with all the balloons that had the house right Good. What does they call that yeah. movie? Up, up. It was called Up, wasn't it? The movie uh, with all the yeah, balloons. Right. Yeah. yeah, that was a cool movie. That, that animated yeah. flick. Yeah. And so my car, when it drives off the cliff, will have all the balloons that will engage that will bring us down for a safe landing, ladies. Oh, right. good. <laughs>
2: Much better. Thank you. I know. You said, "Well, we're not ready to exit, Malcolm. Come on." I don't want to crash and burn. Right, so, is too much fun. <laughs> so
0: Susan, you're talking about this. Um, they, they are what's uh, trending here these last uh, couple days here on Twitter is Galentine Day. I'm just oh, right. thinking I don't see Galentine Day, uh, 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 you know, trending here. So what do you think?
3: Well, let me tell you a little story. When I was married, and for my husband, I always believe in uh, mutual. What's good for the girls, good for the guy, and so I would send him to work lunch notes in his lunch little notes and say when you come home I'm going to give you a massage the one day I put my garter belt in his lunch you know and it's just you know keep things fresh and alive and happy and it's you, not always about the girl you, you know Think something about your else man.
0: Susan putting your garter belt I in know. his <laughs> lunch oh boy that's
3: hot I love it
0: that's hot. What, what? What? Hold on. Now, what have you done like that, Missy? Let's get your your weirdest story from a romantic sense. So, what is it? What's your weirdest oh, story?
2: Gosh, you know, it's it's fun. It's fun sending little texts when you're seeing someone. I'm I'm. You know, I remember uh, I was uh, just totally in love and in in romance, and you just you know you call and you just kind of sort of you know tease little things that you might do after dinner or before dinner or you know you kind of remind them throughout the day and there's all the little emoticons and things that you can send that just sort of you know tweak their hmm Missy, excitement you know what her. we
0: call that, Missy? We call um, that, we call that today sexton.
2: No, 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 Sexton yes. is too graphic. You're sending oh. all this stuff. You want to leave it to their imagination.
0: Okay, well, I didn't say you had to send dirty pictures, just dirty messages. <laughs> yes,
2: but sexting, I mean, in my mind, mm-hmm. it, from what I always understood about sexting, it's when you're sending, like, these graphic pictures, and it's just like there's there's nothing for the imagination. But I could be
1: wrong, and everything changes. Um, my husband's going to kill me when I say this, but every day of my life, he he stops for just a moment. He takes my face in his hands, and he says, I want you to know that you're the center of my universe. And who in life gets that? I mean, I, I am the luckiest woman in the world, wow. and and I don't I don't wow. give it the way that I receive it because I'm not as verbal as he is. Wow. But and that's and unusual for things.
0: a man. A lot, uh, Linda. That's that's great. That's great. And he's
1: a bear, and, and you know my husband, yeah. um, he can kill you with his bare hands. He's a he's a very um, guy's guy, right? He's, oh yeah. He, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um. So so it's th- there's just ways besides all this commercial garbage to say what you want to say or do what you want to do and it's in things that you do and things that you say because those ultimately are the most important the gifts they the card gets thrown away but the gift that you get of the words and the actions never disappears
3: and I agree with that Linda And, and to add to that you know when I had my significant other I would go in the bathroom, his bathroom, and take my lipstick and write a little message every other day on the mirror. Just oh, a little something, something that, something so that would, yeah, just a little something like that. And, yeah. you know, it means a lot. It's just, you know, and it's a daily thing or a weekly thing. That's not just a Valentine's Susan,
0: thing. you're a romantic. You know,
3: keep, yeah. I am, and I, I am, I am a hopeless romantic. That man should never have let you go. I
1: know.
3: I agree. He's stupid. Well, I, Ladies, I'm selectively single. I have about 10 of them chasing after me now, but I'm just... <laughs> oh. But, you know, right now, oh. I, I, I'm working on me. I am in a transformation single. process. We're all in right. progress.
0: I, oh. She's got them but chasing me.
3: I her, will tell you, I will be ready uh, sometime this year as soon as I fulfill a few things, obligations to myself. And then I'll it, be this ready. This is like
1: The Bachelor. You have all these guys.
3: Let's
0: do a show through. on it. Let's do a show. A radio show. That'd be ideal. Yeah, we can. Susan. We
3: could do. Seriously. Linda, I'll I like this. So Why long. don't you
0: produce it, Linda? And it'll be Susan's show, and it'll be to sweep Susan off her feet. And we'll just bring men on randomly. <laughs>
1: Yeah, we'd, we'd, we want all 10 of them on there. We want to hear their stories. And then we're going oh, to no,
4: 10 men,
0: Oh, no. That's right? dangerous.
2: Oh, A new dating game.
0: It would be like life, liberty. In trouble. But instead of 10 women, it would be well, 10 men. No, I and,
3: would.
2: Yeah.
3: I would get in trouble that way. So, you know, you have to compartmentalize certain things in your life.
1: <laughs> you won't get I in trouble. I have a job. question I want to ask the, the three of you, if I can, here. Yes. So, so it I, this, this is a little off, off the wall, but, but one thing that's on my mind, and it, it's, it's interesting, and I just want to see how other people feel about it, is spontaneity. Okay, so when, when you ask somebody, um, hey, uh, girlfriend or guy friend, do you want to go to, I don't know, a trip, or do you want to go to a concert, or do you want to go out to dinner next Saturday night, and somebody says, well, I don't know, because I don't know what I'm doing then, that makes oh. me crazy, and yeah. and yeah, I, I don't like that, yeah, and i want i i I want to get other people's thoughts because if if i if you ask me if I would like to go to dinner Saturday night and I say yes, then obviously that's what I'm doing Saturday night, right, but there you go. I, I don't understand people that say that that can't make a decision about anything about what they're gonna do or be spontaneous about getting up and doing something. It makes
3: me crazy. That makes me crazy too. Unless they have a birthday party or something, an event that's planned. Yeah, look at for your that calendar. But if, right. but if your calendar's
2: blank, then go for it. Right. Don't like wait for the next best thing. That doesn't make anybody feel special.
1: And that's what I'm all doing. about. To let's wait do to it. See if they get a better <laughs> offer. Right? Yeah, exactly. Right. right.
2: I don't think they're going to be my the top of my friend list after that. Linda, is this a,
0: a relative or a, kind of an acquaintance? Or no,
1: anybody, just oh. anybody that you that you ask if if they if they can do something on a, a date future, mm-hmm. and they they can't make a commitment because they don't know what might come between. Well, let now me tell you what
0: that means. What that really means is you're not a priority, a priority. in their, in their I life. Know. Yeah, you're not a priority. <laughs> right. So when right. somebody does yeah. that, it means that, you know, it's just that's exactly what it means. I mean, it means they'll think about it and get to it if they think about it and get to it whenever it's relevant. Uh, those people are not worth your time. No, clearly exactly. they're not. Um, so, I mean, if you can't make it special or do something to, you know, relate to those people, I mean... You know, just like you yeah. said, make a decision, do something. But I mean, what, what people are indecisive in at times. I think they they don't realize the importance or how something like that could really hurt somebody's feelings, Linda. You know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yep. I would lose that friend like a hot rock.
1: Oh
3: gosh. Yeah. Oh, me too. They'd I be just think a lot of people news. are
1: incapable of making instantaneous decisions. That's.
0: Well, here's that's... another thing, Linda. On the same spirit of what you just said, here's another thing. All right, so listen to this now. And you'll all think about this. When this happens again to you ladies in the future, you'll think of me because this is one of my big pet peeves. And here it is. It's when somebody says to you, you, like you have this big thing you want to do. It's almost in the spirit of what you said, Linda, like some big thing or maybe it's a show or maybe it's an exercise or maybe it's uh, an activity or it doesn't matter what it is or a business opportunity, whatever it is. And you say to somebody such and such, would you like to X? And they say back to you, they, they make the statement that, I don't have time. I don't have time. I'm too busy. Right. I don't have the time. Or you reach to somebody and whatever it is, you know, you want to do this big thing. And they say to you, um, oh, I'm so busy. I don't, I don't have the time. Or somebody that, you know, maybe it's a responsibility or an obligation what they're saying is if somebody says to you they don't have time or you want to get on somebody's calendar, like Linda, let's say it's a business proposition and you want to get on their calendar. And they say to you and they say, well, I don't have time." Everybody has time. Everybody has time. You right. make time. When everybody watching, has time. time. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You have all the time in the world like everybody else on the planet has. And one of the things I always say, if you really want something done, if you You'll really do. want it done, give it to a busy person.
3: That's yeah. right.
0: Those are the only ones that will be able to get it done, I I swear to you. I, as busy as I am, I have all the time I need to have for those that are important to me. You understand? Yes. If I say to you I don't have time, it yes. means I really don't give a rat's ass and you're just blowing smoke right. up my ass and I'm not interested. Thank you very much.
1: Yep, yeah, that's that's true. Because you you will make time for the things that you want to make time for.
0: You absolutely right. do. And, and the you have people
3: that are the most important in your life.
0: If I ever say I don't have time, then you'll you'll know what I'm telling you, right?
3: <laughs> you know
2: what I don't like? I don't like when somebody asks you what you want to do, and you tell them, and then they start suggesting other things. I'm like, well, then you
3: should have just
0: suggested it. <laughs> Oh, Missy, that sucks. I that know,
3: Missy, me too.
0: Oh, I know somebody who does that all the time, Missy. They drive you freaking crazy. Isn't yeah. that true? Shut yes. the hell up. I mean, say something. I mean, why do people do that, yeah. Missy?
2: I, I don't, I don't know. Maybe they're trying to be agreeable, make you think that they're listening to you or really care, you know, what your opinion is on that. And then you give it and you know, like with restaurants, I'm like, I can, I'm vegan. Yes. I'm vegan. If I'm going out to dinner with with someone, then I, I real that's not vegan. Then I realize I'm I you know I'm going to be open to the fact that it's not going to be perhaps a hundred percent vegan restaurant. I'm going to find my way around because it's a priority for me to spend time with that person, and I'll find something. Right. If I don't, then I won't eat, and I'll just have more conversation and have a glass of wine. But then they, but when they ask you, you know, where do you want to go eat? And you suggest your top places and especially food is very important to me because I've always liked food and being vegan, it's it's very important. So you start suggesting and then they change it, you know. So I just look at them like, you don't know who I am or uh, it's Mm -hmm. just, it hits on so many levels. Well, food is a,
0: food is a, um it's a way to connect with people Missy really yeah. think about it right. right in that sense you know it's a way yeah. to connect with people so it, it sort of is um, it's an activity that brings us together because don't we love yeah. to get together as you say like for lunch with the guys or with the gals you know yeah. or dinner or whatever oh, it's, yeah it's that cultural. it's like a, yeah it's like a fi- it's cultural yeah that's a great way to put it Missy it's like a fireplace yeah. it's like a yeah. fireplace ladies yeah. you want to yeah. get in front you want to group in the fi- no near the fireplace you know, I've been wanting to get out. I've want. i I've been wanting to get out to Colorado and do some skiing, ladies. And I have this vision in my mind of coming off the slope because it's been years since I've been on the slopes. It's been years. And because I'm so busy in life, but it's something I want to do where I come off the slopes, and I envision myself, you know how you see things ahead where you know you're going to see or do. And right. I see myself inside one of these places with the fireplace and, you know, you've got the coffee and hot chocolate there and all that. And you're sort yeah. of, you know, you're cuddling up in front of the fireplace and you're having this great conversation and the snow is lightly falling. And oh, it's a beautiful image, isn't it?
3: Mm-hmm. I, yes. I do it all the time, Malcolm. I always envision <laughs> the things that I want. I because yeah. it has to be the seed before the deed. You have to see it and feel yeah, you have it, to and envision then... it, mm-hmm. make it happen.
0: Well, yeah. Susan, would you fly down here, pick pick my ass up, and bring me to Colorado, please? And so, <laughs> I'll meet
1: you I'll meet you there. Let's You'll meet it. us like,
0: there, Missy. You yeah. <laughs> there you go. That, that How would come be...
1: Winter is a going away here, so you got to get
3: going.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, true. Yeah. Unless you well, go hot. well, that's true. Yeah. yeah, you have to get away There's it's a cold. lot
3: of snow here in Buffalo's. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, but they don't have mountains, well, do they? To ski, do they, or do they? they well, not?
3: the Adirondack areas. There's other parts of, of of New York that are just beautiful. Where you yeah,
0: can go like skiing, so. yeah.
3: Oh yeah. yeah. Have you? Yeah. When's, when's anybody been daughter, skiing
0: last? Who's been skiing recently? Anybody?
3: Um, I haven't. Been, it's been a long time, but I remember my biggest ski expedition was in Germany in Garmisch.
2: Yeah. And
3: uh, wow. purchase gardens up in the Alps. Oh my god, how beautiful. you can't top that. That's yeah. primo. Yeah, that's. Wow. But I was young and dangerous then and I did everything.
0: You know, Susan, <laughs> I see you today and I can just imagine a young and da- dangerous Susan Price. I tell you Oh, what. I was. Uh, She's still I, young
2: and dangerous. Uh, I'll tell
0: right? you what, if I seen a young and dangerous Susan Price at a lounge, I'd pick her ass up. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but they you know now crazy. it's... Now I have more knowledge, yeah. and so I, I you know. Well, but I'm so dangerous I... now. No, but <laughs> you're so right.
0: Life is meant to be lived right where you are at, Susan, because this is the prime of life, yeah. you see? This yeah. is where we're smart. Yeah. You know, think about it, Linda Missy. This is when we're smart. We're, we're still attractive. We're in our prime. We're ready to, yeah. you know, we know how to do it and what to do. We're we're comfortable, you know what I mean? That's good, isn't it?
2: Smart and beautiful oh, yeah. and... Yes. And and financially able to do things that you can't do.
3: When it's so you're-
0: better than when you're 20 and stupid. Yeah. I mean, you got, yeah, you got some things <laughs> going for you, but you don't have a lot of other things going for you, Missy. And then when you're old and crutchety, you've got some things you got experience, but then you don't get the body with it. So right now we're living life, ladies.
2: I think we should retire younger. And then when you get older and all you can do, you know, your mobility is challenging. You can sit at a desk because you can't do a whole lot more than that. I think we need to
1: I read (laughs) a great article about that and and it was um when to retire and the article surprised me it said as soon as you possibly can
3: Uh
0: who said that you said
1: oh oh I'll have to find the article it was it was in a major I want to say it was in Forbes um really really interesting article and I I saved it so I'll find it for you Malcolm yeah, yeah, you should write something about that yourself
0: for your own column, Linda. That's yeah. fascinating. Um, yeah, but
1: I'm not taking the advice, and I'm thinking about that. <laughs> now, which am, which I'm advice ready to specifically? To take a about retiring better. early. About well, retiring well, hold on a
0: minute early. now. Uh, you, and what did you say about a sabbatical, Missy? What did you say? I'm
1: just now? ready to
2: take a sabbatical. I'm going to do a, a month of yoga training and get another teacher training uh, certificate degree. And um, where and, will you and, and, do this,
0: Missy? Where? In
2: Greece. And then I want to go to Morocco. I want to travel Europe. I want to spend some more time in the Middle East. I'll be Facebooking live and then I'll prepare and then I'll come back and then do the show. When will you do
0: this? Do you have any idea when?
2: I'm going to start the summer.
0: Can I go with you?
2: Please, I'd love that. Could you believe you and I,
0: Missy, we would have a a time of a lifetime, honey. We would. We absolutely would. And we'd probably solve more problems than most would. Uh, when yeah. you think about that, because really, though, it, it, we t- always talk about the commonality of us as people, you know, or what what yeah. unites us. It, that's something you, I and I are on. We're on that train all the time. Right. I mean, what yeah. unites us. Mm-hmm. We just did that show about the women's marches, about what unites us. It just went right. to podcast. In fact, what unites us, not what divides us. Right.
2: Yeah.
0: I mean, if we spent more time yeah. in this world talking about that, wouldn't we be further what ahead? Ladies?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, we would clearly be further ahead. Uh, no we change
2: the world overnight. We would.
0: Do, does everybody get that? Yeah.
2: Oh yes.
3: Yeah. Well, that's the but beauty does of the this rest show. Of the Malcolm. world get it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Say it what, Linda?
3: <laughs> that's the beauty
1: of this show, is is we're we're also diverse and we're also different. The ladies on this show are also different, and we all have different political views, and we all have different life views and life experiences. Right. But yet what unites us is greater than what divides us and exactly. if everybody in the world could look at things that way if our government could look at things mm-hmm. that way we'd get so much more done
0: see That's we right. we've, well, we've showcased yeah. that point we really really have in a major way go ahead susan
3: none of us are 100 percent right or 100 percent wrong because right. we're living life from our little you know piece of the world and, well uh, our souls were created for a certain purpose
0: And so we're all doing our part. Sure. I agree agree with the souls, but for the rest of it, uh, I I can say that uh, I do not agree because I think I'm right all the time, Susan. (laughs) And we'll be right back.
4: (laughs) Think back to the last time you felt healthy and energized. The best times of our lives occur when we're at the peak of our health, sleeping better, full of energy and focus.
0: We are back, life, liberty, in the pursuit of Pleasure Season 2 here, friends, and uh, listen... We have that, uh, that, in the spirit of Seinfeld, that smash hit that was Jerry Seinfeld. Everybody knows the comedian Seinfeld, a show about nothing. But you can see all the interesting conversation coming from our show about nothing, ladies. It's pretty incredible, actually. Susan Price is here. Missy Crutchfield is here. Linda Martinelli is here. This is Malcolm Out Loud here. One of the hashtags I've been seeing on uh, Twitter that I like, and I love to look at trending topics around the world, ladies. What's really interesting sometimes as well is, If you look at what's trending in one country versus what's trending in another country, if you've never done that, ladies, you should do that. Just when you go in there, just change the country. And it's fascinating to see what they're talking about in that part of the world versus this other part of the world. Um, anyways, one of the conversations I've been seeing, uh, I like this a lot, and and I want to come back in a moment, Missy. I want to talk about that trip you're going to take too, Missy. Don't yeah. let me don't let me forget about that, will you? The sabbatical. Um, the sabbatical. Yeah, yeah. And then and the retirement thing. I want to talk about that retirement thing too. But yeah. let me tell you about this hashtag first. Make small big. I like that hashtag. Make Ooh. small big. And yeah. one of the things when you search for that uh, on social media, it says here this one tweet, the American dream is alive and well for those who are willing to step up and do whatever it takes. Isn't that cool, ladies? Yeah.
3: Yeah. And that's Mm -hmm. John
0: Rogers from GS Foundation. Uh, The chairman said that, make small big. And there, you know, what's funny is when I searched for that on on Twitter, one of the videos came up and this, and right on the uh, front of the video, it says this, and I, I always love it when I See the word loud or out loud, I'm always attracted to go look at what they're saying because it's such a it's our mantra, obviously. And this one quote says says this on the front of the video. I think when small businesses come together, the impact, it's incredible. It's loud. See? And so when it when it's loud meaning it's profound, right? Profound, yeah. So it's loud it's, loud, it's out loud, it's out loud, it's being profound, it's being authentic, it's being unique. Anyways, I like this make small big is a yes. very very unique hashtag that uh, there's some cool cool things on here on um, Yeah, you, you know, that you can see here from all different walks of life here. I'm looking at some of them right now. They're they're just kind of cool. I love reading some of the tweets, ladies. I don't know if you ever take time to do that, but another one, running a small business is not for the faint of heart. John Rogers says that, you know. Senator Chris Mm -hmm. Coons, all things are possible if you take personal responsibility. Well, we would all agree with that, ladies, right? Yes. I mean, we we all agree with that. Um, The summits, Plan. go ahead.
2: I was uh, looking on this kind of thread here. I was looking at the top uh, headlines on uh, CNNs and something around. And so here's a scratching my head on a couple of the things that I read this morning, and it's Gun sales skyrocketed during the Obama administration, during Mm -hmm. Trump. They're down. Remington is filing for bankruptcy. And that's number one. And then the second one I'm going to talk about, too, that I'm still scratching my head on, is that Trump administration is going to, is looking at cutting... Food stamp subsidies and going to send a box of food. So I just like what in the world? Gun sales down under Trump cutting the food subsidies and send a box of food. That just sounds a little crazy. So anyway, back to you on Twitter. No, Malcolm. that's
0: interesting. Uh, your comments here are very, very interesting that you say that. And basically, it's what they're suggesting is that that people there's a movement within the guns and you know the the Bill of Rights that. When uh, the previous president was in office, people thought guns were being threatened and to take them away from Americans, and so on and so forth, Missy. So gun sales they rose dramatically, and that's it's true. Like a protest. Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, that okay. and people thought they might not be available in the future, so they wanted them. Now with Trump, they know that it's safe. The the this, the the, <laughs> yeah. the second amendment is right. totally, totally well, safe. Well, that, that's so.
1: absolutely right. That's that's exactly it's what happened. True. And and yes. we we happen to own two firearm schools. So I can tell you that um, our firearm schools are extremely busy and and active, and our classes are full every time, but one of them is in California, and because everybody's afraid of losing their guns in California, that's the reason why. In Texas, not so much, because um, we have open carry, and you can... So so it's a whole different paradigm. It's about the second
0: amendment. Right. Yeah, it's really okay. about the second amendment. And as far as foods go, yeah. the problem with the whole food stamp thing is there's so much abuse in the welfare system. Right. And so there are people that are buying, you know, beer and cigarettes and, uh, uh, you know, yoo-hoos and yo-yos and whatever it is. But it, from
2: that to a box of food, is, is, if, it, if they weren't being serious, it would be hysterical.
0: Well, I, I, you know, there's one thing to care for the homelessness. There's one thing for care to care for right. people that truly are in need, Missy, and Susan, Linda. Yes. I, I, that I totally am all over. But those who abuse the system—that's what they're talking about—is abuse in the system, right?
3: At one point, in certain states, it was illegal to feed the homeless. So is that right? there's a lot people don't realize. Yeah, there's a lot that went on in the past administration with a lot of the weaponization. I want to yes. talk
0: to you all about this notion of retirement, Linda. You made a comment a bit ago about retirement. I want to touch on that a moment, okay? Please, mm-hmm. and then and then back to and then I want to let's talk about that sabbatical that Missy was talking about a moment ago. Here, yeah,
2: you you and I are going to go on, right? Well,
0: now. Missy, I, you tell don't tempt me, young lady. You send me the plans <laughs> on that, and I may I may be with you, girl. So uh, <laughs> so uh, all right. So listen, retirement. When you say retiring young and this or that. I think anybody that is really looking forward to retirement is selling themselves out. And I think why I would I never plan to retire, ladies. I will never retire, and never in my life. I don't care how old I am, it does not matter. You can see me at 102, and I will not be retired.
2: That's because you're doing what you love. And the idea, I think, originally behind retirement is that you work really hard doing something perhaps you don't love so that then you can do what you love. And then it got all twisted that work just eats your life and then you're dead about the time that you can pick up your retirement. And so we've got <laughs> to make it. I, I can't yeah, argue and with so anything. Many, so
1: that so happens many. to so many people, too. So they retire and die. then they die die right away. Yeah. And that's that's so yeah. sad. But I, I see so many yeah. of the police officers that... Um, ron and i had worked with in the past and they're all retired and you know they, they all have their big rvs and they're roaming around the country seeing everything and i get all their pictures and their facebook's and it's uh, i just you know i'm jealous of of the whole thing because i i want to be out there doing it on the other hand i'm my my business life keeps me mm-hmm. I, it just keeps me alive it it, it right. keeps me my mind is active and i love what i do and i love serving my clients. And I, I love the whole, the whole, I don't want to say game of it, but Mm -hmm. you know what I'm, I'm saying it's, it's making things happen is part of who I am. So I don't know if I'll retire either, but, uh, but I do like my breaks. And so my, my balance Mm -hmm. is my two Mm -hmm. weeks every three months Mm -hmm. to go off and do something. And this summer uh, we're going to Europe for three weeks. So we're going to do the riverboat cruise again, and we're going to, um, do a little villa in Italy, just you know. So three weeks will be it, and I'll be crazy to get back and get back to work. And that's my balance. You but are living yeah, everybody life, has Linda. to find their own balance. You are living awesome. life, man. Yeah. yeah, she is. Awesome. She's living
0: life. I I, 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 hate. I hate her.
1: Every minute of it, Malcolm. Yeah, you, I only, know. you only get that minute one time, so you live it.
0: <laughs> I told you. <laughs> well, like when
3: you. I meet my miss, when I meet my Mister Someone Special, mm-hmm. but. That's kind of one of my dreams. He's I doing got. that Bachelor hey, show, Susan. I can feel it already. <laughs> yeah, He's I, on his way. <laughs> I think
0: the three of you should launch, launch this new Bachelor show for Susan. Missy and Linda should get together and launch <laughs> a new production show, make Susan the, the, the guest of honor.
2: <laughs> and, and yay, I get to uh, screen all the all the applicants,
0: oh. too, they want so we we yeah. Linda, that one of you. So how
1: fun with that to screen them. Wait a minute, Missy. We might have some applicants there for you, too.
0: Ooh.
3: Uh-huh. We'll, see. we'll
2: see. It's possible.
0: Linda's going to have to be the one to screen it all. Then I think I so. <laughs> she'll be she'll be in charge to find Missy and Susan there. Yeah. All right. Interesting. I yes. like this.
3: Linda will be betting. She'll batting. do the betting for us. Okay. She doesn't like trust it. me. To-
0: <laughs> I've seen in a lot of cases. I'll give for
2: a vegan. <laughs>
0: Back to Missy's point earlier, I've seen a lot of people, as you say, the old theory of retirement, uh, Missy, is that they would work hard all their life. My dad was a classic case of that. There were many, many people who worked hard in, in the sense of working hard, not following their dreams or their vision of what they wanted to right. do. I think that's yeah. a really a sad, sad life. And I see a lot of people.
2: For a paycheck.
0: Well, they do it for a check you're exactly right, but what happens and it's like it's like when you're in the uh, when you're mining or something or you're in the pits you know or you're doing physical maybe you like that maybe mm-hmm. you don't like that maybe it's not really what you want to do. my point is that if you're living life with the idea that you're going to retire, what I see a lot of people do is they work very hard all their life i mean over thirty forty fifty years, and they get to this point of retirement and then they retire and then they die yeah and that their mm-hmm. body is so not accustomed to this new life and there's all kinds right. of problems that come with it right. so instead of being active in other words yeah. what either falters got uh, you know is their their body bodies or their minds either one yeah. falters their minds are not there they get dementia or other problems right. or alzheimers or, or their bodies falter that's sad I
2: and mean, the identity so sometimes they get depressed and then you exactly. get all unhealthy and yeah Exactly.
0: So don't retire is my message. Don't retire, right. friends. Stay active in life. Find your vision and your See dreams. You love. Yeah. Oh, That's yeah. life. That's life. Don't retire. That retire is right. silly. That is silly. Now, this sabbatical thing, Missy, that you're talking about. Yeah. Again, mm-hmm. I really like this idea of stepping back. I applaud this so much in life because... You know, I'm always one, Missy, that I just, you, you know, when you think of me a lot, you, th- you always know that I want to look at things at 35,000 feet. Right, Missy? Yeah. You know, I yeah. love 35,000 feet, Missy, because mm-hmm. I love to be able to look down and see what's really going on. You see? Yeah? Yeah, right. And by doing that, so when you say a sabbatical, that's an opportunity to take this period of time, whatever it is, and get up at 35,000 feet to review everything in your life, what's going exactly. on, what's going to happen. It-
2: it's the next version of my mm-hmm. life, the next version of me, the bigger, better me. It's, right. it's a continuation of my journey. It's really not stepping back. It's it's moving forward. It's The journey is what life is about anyway. We keep talking about minutes mm-hmm. and hours and clocking in and all of that. It really all needs to be about moments. One now moment I got an of-
0: idea for you, Missy. Now, now we need to have your <laughs> show that's called Sabbatical with Missy.
2: Well, and I then could take it on the road, Take sure. it on
0: the road, girlfriend. <laughs> and then on your trip every so when you're at these places, you'll take and you'll journal everything, but you'll do it in an audio way.
2: I am going to be, yes.
0: You'll do it audio-wise, and you'll put it out with listeners in your show. Wouldn't that be
2: cool? Yeah. So, I mean, Battle with
0: it. Missy, that would be kind yeah. of fascinating. And
2: Maybe. I can interview all of these amazing people and talk about these incredible places. See, that with. I like
0: a lot. That, I love that opportunity. Uh is interested in the different cultures around the world and Missy to be able yes. to do that. And, you know, yes. one of the most interesting trips I had uh, some time back was my trip with a bunch of Porsche aficionados uh, uh, that Ooh. drive Porsches to Europe. <laughs> wow. And uh, yeah, they, they it's a Porsche club and they drive the Porsches. And I remember going with uh, some really cool people. In fact, uh there two of the people became very dear friends of mine this is from years ago Linda and Doc so this is a shout out to Linda and Doc they live in California and Linda and Doc are two of the coolest people uh, he's he's a physician uh she's an accountant and they're just two cool people living lives just gotta love them and they mm-hmm. live in the LA area there um in Marina Del Rey and Palm Springs they had a couple of different properties and they're just you know I remember meeting anyways I met them on this trip to Europe And I remember being out there and with some really cool people that were living life. And I was sort of invited to be with this group. And so I'm out there. And I remember driving on the Autobahn. And, of course, driving on the Autobahn in Germany is fascinating. It's one of the safest places to drive when you can drive 120 miles an hour, you know, right? because people know how to drive in Europe versus here in the States where they got their Mm -hmm. head up their ass and they don't drive or road rage kicks in. You You don't get that in Europe. You can drive 120 miles an hour very safely because they know not to drive in the left hand lane. They're very courteous. They, they don't
2: drink and drive either.
0: Well, they, they're very Just safe. I never seen any accidents when I was out. It's very safe and I was driving yeah. very fast and it becomes a bit of a sport and it's really cool. So highways yeah. are being used for what they're intended to be used for, you know, yes. and traffic yeah. moves and it moves very efficiently. And anyways, there's mm-hmm. a whole we have to do a show one time on that. But I remember yeah. being out there and going to all these cool places and looking at the culture in uh germany in switzerland in austria mm. and what a really fascinating trip that was but I, I remember the point of freedom being on the autobahn and driving mm. at the i love driving fast um yeah. and i oh, love yeah, drive, oh too. yeah i've driven through a few places where i've been ticketed from driving fast or a couple other times wow. i've gotten off from that uh Susan, on know.
2: the Autobahn, that's that's
0: not on the Autobahn. No, back here in the states, yeah, the Autobahn, not a ticket. Yeah, you got a ticket on the Autobahn. You can probably go to
3: Atlanta, it. Georgia, <laughs> and uh, right. you have to do ninety to, exactly. to su- survive. Or you're well to
0: pass somebody. It's like it's like the time the officer pulled me over when I was driving through a quasi four lane road but it was sort of through a residential area this it's a four lane road with the speed limit is 35 you know one of those ladies you know yes. where it's mm-hmm. not really you're not going to drive 35 yeah but that is the actual posted speed limit and we were we were racing to get to a uh, a meeting with a bunch of uh I, and of course i love to be first i'm very competitive as you know and so we're <laughs> driving and Indeed. i'm speeding very fast missy and i'm trying to get there and i was pulled over and all the people that are driving in that same mode see me getting pulled over because i I was driving the fastest so only i was pulled over the sheriff the the cop he comes up to the window he says do you know how fast you were driving and i had one of my managers in the passenger seat and i looked at him and i said to him i swear to you ladies i said to him yes yes sir i do and i said i apologize i said but we are actually going to a business meeting and it was to see who would win, and they they were all thinking they weren't going to win, and I was thinking I was going to win, and I was driving fast. So you're, you're exactly correct. I said, but I wanted to be number one. I said, so I'm, I'm, I apologize. And he looked at me, and he shook his head. He said, unbelievable, he said. He said, And he, he laughed, and he said, okay, he said, uh, just— be careful, drive. So I'm not going to give you a ticket today because of your honesty, he said. Just slow it down a yeah. little bit and proceed. So no ticket. And I mm-hmm. said, thank you, officer. You are a, you're a gem. And I went on my way and I went another way and I still beat them all at the restaurant. <laughs> ah. Now, that's winning in life, ladies. That's, that's, uh, that's winning in life. And just being honest with the officer so that he, you know, and I, I've gotten off of a few tickets before, some, with, on, some with honesty, uh, Missy, and sometimes with little white lies.
2: Humor. And humor, I bet.
0: <laughs> humor, there's three things you can use. You can use humor in, a, in the right way. They've got to be careful. Honesty yeah. or yeah. little white lies. Now, Little White Lies, the question is, you know, how bad are those or, uh, you know, yeah. I, I mean, you know, a lot of my friends say Little White Lies are not so little and they're not so white, so knock it off.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's another show about the White Sometimes Lies. Sometimes useful, though.
0: It is. We, I, Yeah, right, right. We should do a little show on the Little White Lies, but anyways. Wait,
2: does this dress make me look fat? <laughs>
0: Oh, don't you love those, Missy? Uh, yeah. You know, No, honey, you look absolutely gorgeous. <laughs> I mean, there is, it's like, it's so true. And there are friends I have that I'm very honest with, and don't ask me for candor. If you want candor, I will give you candor. No, Smart. love, that lipstick does not look really good on you today, I'm sorry. Or no, <laughs> your your ass doesn't look so wonderful in those pants.
1: What do you mean it World doesn't look
0: wonderful? <laughs> Well, you see, and you know what... well, and if you we know, don't and,
1: want the answer. <laughs>
0: well, and you know what, Linda? That actually happened, and the, and the lady who was in the pants, she has a great looking ass, but she was wearing beige pants that made everything pop. And you know, beige, a light beige pants are not really good for when you got a like a robust ass. You know, you got to wear like a dark shade or something. <laughs> now I'm talking here like I know what I'm talking about with ladies oh. on this show. You know, I'm in trouble, friends. You know, <laughs> you're in trouble.
1: Oh. And on that
0: point, we're going to end the show right there for oh, sure. Valentine's. Susan Price Linda Martinelli <laughs> Missy Crutchfield. This is Malcolm Out Loud to be continued, friends.
2: <laughs> happy Valentine's Day,
3: Malcolm. Happy Valentine's Day. Yes, happy Day, love. Happy Valentine's Day.